Welcome to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com. Joining me today is Flora Duffy. Um, Flora, world champion, Bermudian. That must sound pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds really cool, and um, I guess something I've dreamed of since I was a little kid, and I first started doing triathlon at eight years old, Um, and yeah, to achieve it, it's quite surreal, and I think it's slowly sinking in, and it's been great to to be at home, and you know, lots of people stopping me in the street, expressing how proud they are, and excited that a Bermudian has achieved, achieved, um, you know, such a, I guess, high regard in sport, so it's really cool. A very high regard, but also a very high profile, of course. Now, you've got the World Type Championships to your name. Is that making a bit of a difference to your life? Um, you know, it's funny. When I started racing on the IT World Circuit at 18, and I looked up to the current world champions, and I was like, wow, you know, like, if I'm ever there, you know, that's got to be, like, amazing and just life-changing and whatever. And then, I don't know, you win it, and you realize, well, I guess life is pretty much still the same. A lot more people recognize you and want to talk to you and take pictures with you and, you know, that's special. Do interviews and so your time is a little bit more um, limited. Um, But yeah, I guess so, you know, you get a lot more exposure um, from the media and I guess just a lot more respect from your peers in the sport. um, That must be very very nice for you, though, to get the respect from your peers because, you know, in so many professions or, or, or occupations, that's the thing that often counts most. Yeah, I mean, I would say so, and it's it's cool to see that, you know, triathlon. There's many different formats, and just to see that, like the Iron the Ironman, like the long course athletes, how how much they follow the ITU series, and um, you know, I've just been super impressed with my racing style and how I've been like very aggressive and sort of changed the way the women have raced. I think that's probably the the part that I I like the most and gives me the most satisfaction, and like I'm making a a difference in the sport. That's pretty cool. And um, you're in Bermuda for a few days. Uh, how long are you here for and what are you doing? Um, so I'm only here until Sunday. I got in Monday night. I um, it was sort of a last-minute um, booking this trip. I actually had another race planned for in three weeks' time, but I've decided to pull out of that. Um, so the trip, I guess, could be a bit longer now, but things are already planned, you know. You're taking a bit of R&R, and, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I actually want to go on a proper holiday. And, right. Um, so but, you no know, training? You're not training this week? No, I mean, I'm just sort of doing whatever I want. You know, I went for a little run last night on Elbow Beach and yoga this morning, but it's just for fun. I like exercising, but nothing like, there's no agenda. So when this week finishes, are you back into a full training regime? Um, no, no, no. I'm not going to start training probably until December. I right. give myself a full month. Oh, okay. And maybe even a little bit longer after this year. It's been such a big, high-intense year that um, it's important to come down from it and rest and recover so you can really improve upon it for next year. You touched on the success of this year. I was going to come on to that later, but just, just one question. Is, is it, has, this year, has this year been the pinnacle of your career so far? Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, it definitely would be. Um, I guess I won two world titles this year. Um, and, yeah, for sure, it's definitely been the highlight of, of my career so far. Do you have any goals left? I mean, you being so successful this year. Do you have any goals left in your in, in your athletic career? Um, yeah, I mean, of course. I, I, um, I can continue to improve, so, you know, and be a little bit more consistent, I think. Um, but, yeah, of course, I've, I've had a... I've had a good Olympics in Rio, but I would like to improve upon that for Tokyo. So I guess, you know, I haven't won an Olympic medal, so that would be 
that would be, I guess, the top goal at the moment. Of course, that's still very fresh in our memories, uh, coming eighth. Were you actually disappointed with that? Um, I was a little bit, yes. Um, maybe not so disappointed with eighth, more so how I raced. Right. You know, I try to focus on like process goals rather than rather than outcome goals. And I think, you know, I was just wasn't at my. F- you know, some races go great and you feel effortlessly, like Cozumel, and then others are just a bit more of a struggle. And I was just maybe a little bit off, and maybe the taper into the race didn't go quite as How I wanted. How disappointed were you by that? Because the Olympics, I assume for athletes, is is, is the pinnacle. It is the the biggest event. Did you feel you let yourself down? Um, I don't know, maybe not not 100% let down because I did, it still was eighth and I was mm. still one of the main contenders in the race and one of the most talked about people. Mm. And so in that regard, I think it was a su- success. But yeah, I just don't think I executed the race as best as I could have. So in that regard, it was disappointing. But with how the race played out, I don't think I could have won a medal anyway. So if you're going to finish fourth through eighth, fourth through tenth, I mean... You're in the top ten, you yeah, know, exactly. and, and only, uh, people only care about if you win a medal. And I suppose if you I'm looking from, yeah. yes, I, I suppose I'm looking from the perspective because here in Bermuda, obviously there was a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. You were being touted as a, as a, as a medal hopeful, mm-hmm. and I just wondered um, how you looked upon it personally. That's all, and, and you've explained that coming eighth is not a failure. No, definitely not, and I think. I definitely had a lot of pressure on me from Bermuda to try and win a medal because I was the first medal hope in quite a few years. And, um, yeah, that was difficult to to process and comprehend and, and deal with going into the race, especially because, you know, that sort of expectation was only placed on me six weeks before the race because I won a race, one yeah. of the biggest races, yeah, yeah, yeah. six weeks before. So suddenly you get chucked into the medal contender category, which is a pretty huge thing. Um, and you, you get a lot more exposure and you're suddenly everyone's doing their metal picks and you're chucked in there and yeah that's that's a lot to deal with you so know you, this you is know, like you, you were well aware of a life-changing moment if you if you win a medal. if you win a medal um, so yeah of course I was well aware of it mm. um, but I had my best day of the year to win a world title so I can't really complain too much <laughs> no it's been a pretty phenomenal phenomenal year hasn't it you mentioned um, at the very beginning of this interview that it all started as eight can you just at the age of eight can you just talk us through a little bit how it all started what got you interested in in, in triathlons in the first place yeah I did my first I actually might have been seven when I did my first triathlon I don't know it was an Iron Kids triathlon down at Clearwater which still goes on to yes, this day yes. which is pretty cool um, so I did my first one there and just loved it because I was in a swim club Sharks and I ran at primary school um, and did every running race possible on the island um, and yeah after the triathlon I was like oh this is really fun there was a kids triathlon club so I joined that made some good friends in it and it was just you know a fun thing to do ride bikes hang out with your friends and that just sort of progressed to yeah me wanting to to pursue it as a career I guess and so I, you just you just enjoyed it it was a natural yeah 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 you know it was, I mean in Bermuda that's obviously the climate is great for triathlon mm. and we have lots of local triathlons on throughout the summer so it was just an easy fun thing to do and I did like triathlon camps and went away on swim to swim trips and like to Caribbean champs for swimming and yeah it was just I don't know because uh, looking at it uh, I was never an athlete <laughs> um, I was a rugby player and a football player and I always looked at the guys who did the decathlon the heptathlon and the triathlon as being sort of the disciplines that seem to me to be outrageously hard 
Um, I don't know. I guess it's. <laughs> I look at decathlon and all of that and think that's outrageously hard. But I think triathlon's relatively easy. Um, so I think it's just all what you're you're good at and what you're suited to. Thankfully, I I grew up doing the sports, so it comes quite naturally. Um, but I mean, of course, to compete at a world level, you know, a high level, it's it's yeah, very difficult. It takes a lot of your time. You, there was a stage very early on in your career where I don't know if I, I, I don't know the word to use whether it was illness or whether physically you, you were finding it a bit tough. But what was going on there? Because you were at the age of eighteen and nineteen, I think you, you were forced to retire from a few races. Yeah, so I think at, at eighteen I sort of burst onto the scene and had a, a few like really really good results, and you know I think that stood out especially because you know I was from Bermuda and no one mm. at the time. On the in the triathlon world, had done such things. Well, so, in the athletic world, yeah, really, especially no. being yeah. eighteen, and um, yeah, I think it all just came a bit too quickly, and just trying to. I mean, I feel like when you're eighteen, you're lots going on anyway. Never mind being, you know, sort of thrust into the sporting world spotlight. Um, yeah, and so it was just a combination of a few things, and just trying to figure out exactly how to go about this, do this. And do you know to this day what it was? Um, no, it's just, I think, a combination of things. Yeah, maybe a little bit too much training, a bit of pressure, and just me not being able to really figure out how to deal with it and just took a step back from the sport. And then when I, once I came back in, it was just from a new perspective and it just understood that, you know, I'm doing this for myself because I love it and so I'm going to do it in my way and not, you know, let other people sort of force me into doing this right. or that. Well, that's quite a good lesson for anybody following your footsteps, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, I know. Just I think do it your so. Way. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's how I won this year by by racing in my way and my style to suit my strengths. And you know, sometimes it blew up in my face, but a lot of the times it paid off. So it was worth it. Did Did you feel the pressure when you were younger? Because you got so much exposure, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I feel like my career is well documented in the, in the <laughs> I would say Royal so, Gazette. Yeah. Doing, doing a bit of research um, on Flora Duffy and a Google search, she throws up quite a lot of. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> quite a lot of information. Um, yeah, I suppose it, it was a lot of pressure, and I guess you know, coming from Bermuda, I didn't quite have a lot of the resources that maybe other countries have. You know, in terms of like sports um, psychologists and you know those sorts of things. Um, so that was difficult, you know. I think you, when you grow up in sort of the U.S. path or the British path, you know, you have just resources and people. And obviously, there's been so many more that have gotten to that level that they yeah. they know each and every step and yeah. what to do. And you, you know, just look at the British success in the Olympics. Exactly. Olympics. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess that was hard. I kind of had to figure things out on my own and. And sometimes it, it went kind of wrong, and sometimes, it, you know, it eventually came right. But um, So the, yeah. there must have been, I'm assuming there must have been quite a few sacrifices along the way that you had to make. Um, yeah, I guess so. I think particularly this year, I, it was definitely a very, very focused year on swim, bike, run, and recovering. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really have much of a social life. And, um, yeah, you, you invest a lot in it. I don't mean obviously financially you know and but even just mentally physically emotionally like you must be present every single training session and get the most out of it and you know know what the goal is to just sort of improve and being consistent this year was my biggest thing and so if you want to be consistent you need to stay injury free if you want to stay injury free then you got to get your massage and your physio and your chiro weekly just to keep you all in one piece your life revolves around training 
Yeah, hundred percent. And if so are you quite a driven person then? Because that takes a lot of discipline, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, of course. I think if anyone that's racing at this level is very driven. But yeah, particularly this year, I just put triathlon first, and knew, and just the hardest part was rationalizing that that was okay, and it was okay to miss like friends' weddings or miss this or miss that. And like if it affected my training, I wasn't going to go. And um, yeah, that's a pretty big thing to do. Um, but thankfully, I had a you know a few friends. Most of the people, most of my friends understand. They know. They know me by now. Like <laughs> I'm just going to do whatever is best for for sport. Well, to you know to race at the best level I can. So if that means uh, taking a nap rather than going and hanging out with my friends for coffee, then well, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, so how long are you going to do that uh, regime for? Um, I think you know. It was particularly um, focused this year because it was Olympic year, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, the focus will broaden a little bit for next year. Just you, you just have to. It's just hard to sustain that such narrow focus, and then as you know, you progress to Tokyo, that just it just narrows, you know, further and further until you're you're literally cutting everything out. But you know, you need a bit of balance next year. Um, so you know, it's just trying to figure out how do you can still compete at the world class level, but have you know, a little bit more of a social life just to keep you sort of sane and motivated and happy. So in terms of events, what are you motivated by coming up? What, what, have you got any goals? Um, or do, well, you, do you set goals for yourself? I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, next year I'm going to race again on the ITU World Triathlon Series. So I'm current world champion, so I will uh, definitely do that. It, yeah, yeah, try to defend it. I think Even that'll be tough. Pressure. but um, Even more headlines. Yeah, which is funny, but I don't really feel more pressure because it's like I've done it I've achieved it right. like you can relax a bit. yeah yeah you know and um of course I'll still keep racing hard and try and you know do the best I can in every race um yeah and race so I really enjoy racing Xterra I've won three world titles so probably do a few of those next year and um think about next year it's more about keeping it fun I'll still race a lot um it's a bit of a a lot less pressure next year because there's no major games coming off the Olympic year everyone is sort of doing different things trying to figure out do they want to go to then do another four-year cycle to Tokyo or are they going to move up to long course or yeah you know so it's it's hopefully should be a bit of a more relaxed and you think you'll stay in triathlon um yeah for sure I definitely will I would um I guess one of my goals is actually to I uh, really enjoy mountain biking and I think I have an opportunity to um, perhaps go to a games for two sports, just navigating the politics at home <laughs> of being given the green light to do so. Um, that's one of the neat things about being from Bermuda is the pathways to, you know, qualifying for a games like Commonwealth or Pan Ams, you know, are much easier than bigger countries. So obviously my goal would be doing the best I can in the triathlon, but given my level of mountain biking, I could quite easily okay. do the mountain bike there as sort of like a I don't know, Uh, second race, yeah, Yeah. but it's just cool for my profile in sport. I think that's like the biggest thing people forget. Like, this is my career, and you need to sort of differentiate yourself from everybody else out there. Like, everybody, there's so many world champions and, you know, good people, but if you're sort of a world champion and you can also go to games for mountain bike, it's like, wow, that's that's really cool. Uh, I don't want to start the pressure already. (laughs) Are you going to aim for a medal in the next Olympics? Um, I don't know. I guess I'll have to see how it goes. I guess if everything, um, the trajectory continues, then yeah, of course, that would be a goal. But um, yeah, we'll have to see. There's a lot of young girls coming up. I don't know what the course is going to be like. 
Um, so it just sort of depends, um, you know, what, what, what's going on in four years' time. It's kind of hard to predict. Well, whatever happens, Laura, we, uh, I wish you the best of luck, and I'm sure all Bermuda wishes you luck as well. Many thanks for sparing some time today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com, your 24-7 Bermuda news source.